Design for Zen, Episode 1, Biophilia. One of the first conditions of happiness is that the link between man and nature shall not be broken. A proverb from the mind of Leo Tolstoy, author of such masterpieces like War and Peace and Anna Karenina. As we progress as a civilization, so too must our built environment follow suit. According to environmental campaigns such as the Wildlife Trust, people spend nearly 80% of their time indoors. This phenomenon has subsequently led us as a society to become increasingly disconnected, both physically and mentally, from our human interactions and human instinct to be in nature. Now, 200 years ago, approximately 3% of the world's population lived in cities. According to the United Nations, by 2050, that 3% would have jumped to 67. So why don't we bring nature inside? Biophilic design explicitly acknowledges that as biological organisms, people need regular contact with nature to thrive. And we must design our modern built environment to facilitate and support human-nature interactions. Now, the question arises... What exactly is biophilia? What exactly is biophilic design? Well, in the literal sense of the word, biophilia is a love of life. All things living, to be exact. Bio, meaning life, and philia, meaning love. As humans, we have an inherent desire to connect the nature and thrive from the interactions we gain from it. There has been a theory developed by American botanist Edward Wilson in his 1984 book, Biophilia, which I highly recommend you read, by the way. Wilson goes on to say that our evolutionary past means that we as a species are genetically predisposed to not only appreciate all life forms and nature, but also have an emotional connection to it. The benefits of implementing biophilic design in our communities are rather astounding. With countless qualitative and quantitative research done, experimentation conducted and surveys filled, the results consistently come back to find that our interaction with nature and all living things have a restorative effect on us psychologically. Contact with nature, for example, has proven to increase productivity and creativity. It improves our immunity and even fosters child development. Our desire to be in nature is why we seek out parks, green spaces and rivers. The results of biophilic design implemented in healthcare settings specifically are what I would like to focus on just for a brief moment. Dr. Roger Ulrich professor of architecture at the Center of Healthcare Building Research at the Chalmers University of Technology in Sweden, 
He revealed in a study how a simple change in environment can have a can have a positive impact on our well-being. Ulrich revealed in this study between surgical patients in a Pennsylvanian hospital that a change in environment resulted in statistically shorter admission times, reduced need for pain relief medication, and improved overall well-being. What was this change? A simple view of trees from a window. That's all it took. The power of a well-designed environment should not be undervalued at all. Research in building science will tell you the implementation of ventilation, air quality, thermal comfort, noise, and daylighting for well-being leads to other benefits, such as productivity and creativity, as previously mentioned. A nice breeze keeps us alert. Water features help lower our stress and blood pressure. Gardens and paths with vegetation foster natural interaction with one another. A new phenomenon has developed around the world where doctors have started issuing green prescriptions. Literal written advice from health professionals to engage in nature for the betterment of one's physical and mental health. Research using brain scans that have concluded that a 90-minute walk in nature reduces neural activity in the brain area linked to mental illness. As we develop and become more independent with technology, we seem to stray further away from the natural elements we so desperately need. Our air conditioning cannot match the sensation of a natural breeze. Artificial heating misguides us from the warmth of the sun. A misuse in these advancements leads us to design our future cities with the wrong focus in mind. Think of those big, concrete blocks of air-conditioned dullness we call supermarkets, or our, or our tall tower glasses of skyscrapers that simply just magnify the sun's rays back into the environment. Our buildings ultimately are a statement of what we as a society value to be important. If we rely on our natural environment as a replacement for the artificial remedies provided by technology, we will reduce our reliance on the electricity and fossil fuels, contributing positively to a reversal of global climate change. Areas where we can find innovative use of biophilic design is in contemporary hospitals and healthcare facilities. For many years now, our approach to our centers of health has been rather utilitarian, clinical, lifeless, and cold even. As we progress in research and design and human psychology, our innovation grows. I'd like to give you a few seconds right now to Google Research and Google Image Search Maggie Centers spelt M-A-G-G-I-E-S-C-E-N-T-R-E-S. For those who are listening and operating a vehicle, I do not condone you do that, of course. You might have to wait till you are safe and able to do so. But, however, for those able to see these centers, what you are looking at is a beautifully designed, cozy sanctuary for terminally ill patients located across the United Kingdom and Hong Kong. 
Maggie Keswick Jenks and husband, architecture theorist Charles Jenks' beautiful examples of biophilic design encourage the use of light, natural materials, and contact with nature to help heal. Allow me to read you a quote from their website. Sheltered inside, it helps to be reminded by a seasonal changing scene outside that you are still a part of the living world. Landscape gardeners will use their planting plans to incorporate scent as well as sight, to think about how their planting will behave on the rain as well as in the sun, to create areas which will have filtered privacy, to plant bulbs which will come up each year, trees and shrubs that bud and blossom berry, plants that even die well before returning next year. We have known for quite some time now that we are now in a desperate state sustainably and environmentally. There must be a shift in priorities as a society to ensure there is a future to be able to design in. And embracing, advocating for, and experimentation with biophilic design is a must to create spaces of sustainability and efficiency to function long term. Creating these dull and grey structures just to fill space in our communities is only detrimental, and we know it. We have spent thousands of years trying to perfect our indoor environment to protect us from the elements rather than embrace it more, and to continue down this path is a disservice being done by us designers and architects. The time for change was yesterday. Mm -hmm.